Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Yeah, happy Thursday. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. No Derek Angler tonight. He's sick. Tarek Sala went to the wrong Great Dane because somebody didn't communicate it to him. I'm not going to blame Jesse Nelson. Right. I might blame Jesse That's Nelson. That's the wrong number. I, I might blame Jesse Nelson, but I'm not going to blame Jesse Nelson. Uh, <laughs> but it, rather than that, we're going to do a little bit of a hodgepodge. Tarek Sala will join me a little bit later. Mm. And rather than the all-time leader in sacks at the University of Wisconsin to start the show, we're going to have a different great linebacker from the University of Wisconsin start the show with me today. You just heard him filling in for Matt Hamilton on Rutledge and Hamilton. Chris mm. Orr gets to hang out with me for a few minutes. Christopher Fur, how are you, my <laughs> dude? Good to chat with you. I'm great, man. I'm great, man. Um, I, I'm in the record books, too, man. You, sh- you should introduce me as Chris Orr, single season sack record holder. I didn't know that. Of off-ball linebacker. Wow. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You threw a clarifier in there at the end. So, well, this is the thing, off-ball backer, because somebody would say, like, like that's people, a big asterisk, though, Chris. No, it's not. You're, you're not the you're not the single season leader in sacks. No, 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 no. No, it's not because this is the new age of football. Like, you True. wouldn't call T.J. Watt a linebacker. Like, no, you'd, you'd call, call him an edge guy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, but technically, T.J. played outside linebacker here. But, but that's technically what Tarek played as well. Right, exactly. So they're rushing 85% of the time. Me, as an off-ball linebacker, you know, you got to be involved in coverage, you got to be involved in run game, and a little bit of pass rush. Well, My you're Mr. Do-It-All then, right? I was probably like, like 30, 40, <laughs> maybe. 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 Maybe 50. Uh, Chris Orr with us here on the Great Dane Huddle. Yeah, man. The Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area, Madison. Remember, you can dash the Dane now. DoorDash. It's available Ooh. on DoorDash. Just pull up DoorDash. You can get all your favorites. I just heard, Chris, I wish you were here. And I know we're in your neck of the woods, so maybe you should pop by yeah. uh, once, you, once you get back near this way. All new menu. Since the last time I've been here last week. What? So they, they've redone the menu. They do it every couple of months, brand new menu, and you can dash it on DoorDash uh, from any of the four area oh, Great Day Pub wow. Brewing Company locations. So, Chris, I'll buy you a beer if you, if you, if you make a pit stop on your way home oh, tonight uh, just for okay. filling in here for a couple of minutes. But let's dive in. Badgers Not like IPAs. To, oh, yeah. You get down here, have the good dog. But <laughs> Badgers fall to Ohio State over the mm-hmm. weekend, 24-10 the final. Mm-hmm. Brayden Locke looked okay, I thought, yeah, uh, yeah. again. And, you know, obviously a very challenging test for him against one of the probably, what, top five, top three defenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And speaking of defense, Badgers defense looks pretty sound as well. I know Ohio State's offense, not what it has been in past years, but only 24 points. Uh, your early takeaways a couple days removed from the Ohio State loss for the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, I think uh, I think the defense showed up. I think that was the, the the main thing. I think they showed up, and I think um, I think what I had been saying about this defense was truly on uh, display this weekend. 
is that they're going to have to go make their plays. Like this isn't a scheme where it's like, ah, okay, we're going to draw up this nice pressure to beat the favorite protection that they like, so we'll get an easy sack fumble or an error throw, and that's how we'll get our interceptions. A lot of like how we were doing in the past. But this year it's like, hey, man, this is your job on this play. And let your instincts go. Like Ricardo, yeah. like Rico on his interception uh, where he stepped in front of Marvin Harrison Jr., that wasn't his job. But he let his instincts go, read the quarterback's eyes, and went and took that opportunity. So I think defense showed up. Um, I think the offense battled. I think they battled. I think this was some of the best that our O-line looked, uh, which was which was definitely uh, inspiring and exciting. My fear is that we've had two very emotional games back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and that I don't want us to come out flat this week because Indiana, it's a it's a good environment, but I wouldn't say that it's going to be rocking for a Wisconsin game at eleven o'clock. Uh, we played out there no, a couple you're of totally years right. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not going to be rocking, so you can definitely come out flat. And I mean, that's a that's a team that's going to be prepared to win. Like every Big Ten game is is going to you have to go win these games. Like I know on paper when we look at the records or whatever, but every Big Ten game. Pretty much feels like a rivalry game. If I'm well, going, well, well, yeah, that's fair, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there, there's conference animosity always. Yeah. But you look at Tom Allen. You, you said you, you're going to look at the records and the stats. Let me hit you with a record. Uh-oh. Since since the end of the 2020 season, Tom Allen, the head coach of the Hoosiers, two and 21 Ooh. in Big Ten play. Two uh-huh. wins, 21 losses. This is the only team in the Power Five conference that has not won a bowl game since 2000. Chris, this that's millennium. Tough. Indiana is the only team in the Power Five to not win a bowl game. And the Badgers, on the other hand, Chris, looking to extend their third longest FBS streak of 22, it would become consecutive bowl appearances with a win this Saturday. Five and three is the Badgers' record, but I don't think that indicates this this team and, and kind of their grit and the way they've gotten better. You point out mm-hmm. the O-line and Derek Angler out sick tonight. Like, he's continued to point out how they've gotten better and mm-hmm. better and better after some really lackluster performances early on in the season. Yep. This is a team that Luke Fickle has said since Big Ten Media Days at the end of July in Indianapolis that he, this is a team he wants playing their best ball at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And despite the record, I feel like they are on that trajectory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. They're definitely on that trajectory. I mean, if the Wisconsin Badgers football team that showed up this weekend against Ohio State, if that was a team we had all year, we're 7-1 and one right now. And yeah. I truly I truly believe that. It, it definitely all signs point to us, like, uh, gelling at the right time, which is which is what you want. You want that in any football season. Um we, we lost a, probably a couple of games that you'll probably look back on at the end of the year and be like, man, had we had just cleaned up or been firmer in these areas, we could have came out with wins. But they're definitely, they're definitely gelling and meshing at the right time. So you bring up Indiana, and, and obviously they've been down for, for quite a while, mm-hmm. right? They, they've never really been a very good football school. They've always been a, a basketball school. Luckily, Wisconsin, a bit of both. But mm-hmm. uh, when, when it comes to places to play, is Indiana one of the least intimidating in the Big Ten, I would, I would imagine? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say it's probably one of the least intimidating, mainly just because, I mean, I bet if they started winning a little more, then they'd pack it out. They have a nice stadium. Like, it's yeah. it's nice. Um, we went and played out there when I was here in 2017, and it was getting redone still, so I, I know it looks amazing now. So it's, it's not a horrible environment. Their students show up. Their students are loud. Their student section is right behind uh, the visiting bench. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not a – it's it's not crazy intimidating. Every stadium is a little different. They're probably closer to like a blend between like 
Northwestern and Illinois, like Illinois Stadium, <laughs> like like North. That is such a shot, like is, bro. That is that is, is a, a total shot, shot in shot. Indiana. Yeah. It is a shot. It is a shot. But it's mainly because like their issue. If they started winning, it would get rocking. That's that, that's where they remind me of Illinois. But they remind sure. me of Northwestern, where it's like, man, you can kind of get lulled to sleep in there, and if but that what, team comes like Chris, out, firing, Chris, like I want to translate to the average person what you're saying right now. What you just said is, <laughs> yeah, if our football team is worthwhile our huge university with thousands and tens of thousands of students might get excited enough to show up on at Saturday at, at 11 a.m., right? Like, that's what yeah. you're saying. That's, I mean, that's what it is. It's like, I mean, look at Duke. Look at Duke football. People Absolutely. Are, people Great example. Sh- yeah, Great people example. show up for them now, but it's like you're such a college basketball blue blood that that's what people really go. That's the sporting event that your students and your community wants to show up for until your football team, like, picks up the slack. And I'm looking at Duke actually about to play Wake Forest on mm-hmm. ESPN, so it's funny you bring them up. But, like, pre-Daniel Jones, I would say, yeah. no, nobody gave a damn about their football program. Yeah. And now they've been a solid team competing in a uh, relatively tough conference. Exactly. And, and they picked it up. So you're totally right about that. But we, as I mentioned earlier, we have the, uh, the blessed opportunity to be in not only the greatest college sports town in the world in Madison, Wisconsin, but to have two – uh, usually very good programs in both football and men's basketball. We're mm-hmm. not a football school or basketball school. Damn it, we're both, Chris, and yeah. that's why you're so proud to be a Badger, right? Amen, brother. Amen, brother. We're we're an af- we're a smart athletic school, man. We got it all. We got it all. <laughs> what was your GPA in college, Chris? Oh, man. Undergrad, I think I was a 3-1, and in grad, I was a 3-4. Am I ever going to be able, because I'm going to refer to Tarek Sala when he gets here a bit later when I bring up the Packers. I'm going to refer to him as Dr. Tarek Sala because (laughs) I feel like I need a little therapy given what I've watched uh, this season. But looking at it, like, are you going to go back and be a doctor at any point? Because you have your master's. Are you ever going to be a doctor, Chris Orr? Am I ever going to be able to refer to you as that? I don't know, man. Maybe. I really want want that bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I didn't know this. I don't know if I want to go back to school. I would love to get like an honorary doctor. I don't blame you. Okay. I would love to get an okay. honorary doctor. But what are you going to have to do in order to get an honorary doctor? I know, man. Cure I'm going to have to figure it out. I don't know. Cure I'm going to have to figure it out. Like, I'm going to have to figure it out. Maybe, maybe I'll just donate to UW and they'll give me one. I'll just tell them, like, this is what I want. You right, I, love, I love you, bro, but I don't think you have enough money. <laughs> I, don't. I don't think you make a nearly enough money in order to donate to the point of an honorary doctor. <laughs> I don't. Maybe if I donate to the right program, maybe a program yeah, right, that's right. like, ah, oh, we need some extra fluff or whatever. Maybe if I, <laughs> Maybe if I can get to them. Then maybe they give me the honorary doctor. Just donate your body to science. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, when, when I die, idea. When, when I die, die, you become Dr. Chris. When I die, you guys can crack my head open and tell me how bad my CTE is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That got dark. That got really dark. Oh, my goodness. Chris Orr with us here on the Great Day Huddle. I'm Alex Strope. That's not the dark. Great That's humor. Company. At the Hilldale area of <laughs> Madison, it's a, it could be dark. Two things can be true, Chris. It could be things, dark and humorous. Two things can be true. I guess I don't know. We, so we, in, Indiana, your view? That. Are you viewing that as a trap game? Is that kind of what you alluded to earlier? It has the potential to be mainly because oh, we came on. off of. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. It's this is a team with three losses, I, Chris. I understand it. I'm telling you why. Tell it's me why. Because we just came off of two. Usually in football, this is how it works. When you come off of some super emotional games and you go and you're going to Indiana where you you even have in your mind like oh man we should we should whoop these boys like we should I should be out the game starter fourth quarter our starters are out like that's how you feel then you get to the game and because you have that mindset maybe you're not coming out as uh, energetic you're not coming out as hot and they are 
because they feel like they need to knock you off your pedestal or whatever because of their record and where they're sitting, and they know that you're thinking that. That's how trap. That's how trap games happen. That's how it happens. Honestly, it's like you had an emotional week, like usually like a big rivalry week. Like we just got, we just took down Illinois on a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. Then you play Ohio State. Your head coach's former his his uh, where he played ball at, where he coached at. Um, half of your staff is from there, right. so it's an emotional game in, in itself there. And that game, I mean, really kind of came down to the wire as well. Um, or at least until it was like over, and now you're going into a game where it's like, oh, we should we should handle them with relative ease. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of go in there a little too relaxed. Mm. That's how trap games happen. That's literally well, how it happens, especially when, in college. When you look at your career collegiately, Chris, mm-hmm. it was is there a trap game that sticks out to you? Maybe where you personally um. went in a little bit too. To maybe lackluster, like laid back. Right. Like, is there a game that sticks out to you like that? Um, not not necessarily with me. You, personally. you, you won a lot. I'm not gonna. So you also won a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, we won a lot, and not necessarily with me personally, but I think that maybe as a whole, like staff and players, uh, Illinois, my senior year, Illinois, my senior okay. year, because the main reason I say that is because we changed up our O line, we changed up our starting O line. And it was a week before we played Ohio State. And I think part of our change up on the O-line was in preparation for Ohio State. And then you get into this nail-biter of a game with Illinois. And, of course, they're getting all this uh, energy because I want to say at the time we're like number 16 in the country and it's a ball game. So that's how, that's, you know, that's how trap games happen. You do something that you haven't been doing all year, uh, either as a coach or as players. And that's, 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 that's what happened to us. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, happen. It, happens. it happens all the time. Right? Yeah, it I mean, happens. That's, co- that's college it ball. Yep, it happens. So for when, sure. when when you look at the remainder of the schedule, Chris Orr, like I, I, I'm I'm so fascinated by it because mm-hmm. it feels like the Badgers could potentially win out. Yeah. Right. Like I I, I wouldn't say it's a failure if they don't. Mm-hmm. But this is a five and three team that could finish the year nine and three and in Indianapolis the first yep. weekend of December. Which is wild to me because Cooper DeGene did not fair catch that ball for Iowa and no, they ended up losing. Not. And the <laughs> Badgers and the Badgers are still very well within the Big Ten West race in the final year of the horrible, by the way, Big mm-hmm. Ten West. Yeah. Is is it a kind of like should it be the expectation for fans and, and alumni like yourself that this team should win out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the expectation for sure. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the expectation. You should win out. I think that the 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 two games that Truly worry me that we have left are uh, Nebraska and Minnesota. Those are those are the only two games that uh, worry me. Why Nebraska? Me. Like, are you being biased because Matt Rule, the head coach now at Nebraska, was your coach in in Carolina? And I'm not saying that as a right, joke. Right. I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably a hint of that. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's probably okay, a hint no, of that. I appreciate but it. mainly, not necessarily because he was my coach, but mainly because I know I know how he operates. I understand how they operate their building organization program or whatever you want to call it and i want to they're sitting at five and three as well right i want to say uh they're yeah. they're yeah. doing better they're, than expected right. for they're sure they're five and three as well which is a sleeper five and three and if you watch their games they turn every game ugly which is what coach rule wants and coupled with that it'll be senior day for us which senior day senior day is like always a trap game it's always a trap game. Because emotions are so high? Or emotions why are high. Just the way it happens. So this is what happens. Your seniors leave the locker room probably like 10, 15, 20 minutes 
before the rest of the team does. Your okay. seniors and your head coach are gone. So in the locker room now, it's just everybody that's not a senior. <laughs> and, um, like your assistant coaches, your OC, DC, somebody else will be given the talk to the team before you go out because all the seniors and the head coach are already on the field doing all of the uh, stuff, all the pregame stuff. And when you're a senior, it is an emotional moment because you don't think about it. All week you don't think about it. You kind of know, like, oh, okay, this is my last time playing Camp Randall Till you get out there and you're running out and you get the bouquet from uh, your coach and you run out to your mom and your dad and you give your mom the flowers and kind of look up at the stadium <laughs> yeah. and you realize, like, oh, man, like. This is it, right? This is it. This is my last time playing in Camp Randall Stadium. Like, I remember my first game here. Like, all of those thoughts run through your head. And then it's like, boom, the rest of the team runs out. You got to play this game. So, like, your emotions just went from, all right, let's go whoop these boys to getting kind of sentimental. And then now you got to bring it back, which is tough, which is tough. That's like, like I told you, like, football is an emotional game. And that's kind of like the built-in aspect of going from an emotional game the week before to now. Except now it's happening in a couple minutes. So, Chris Orr, as we wrap up with you, I just want to drop you with this. The the uh, the Badgers lead the Big Ten West in points scored, which I didn't realize oh, until wow. I just looked at it because they've only scored 103 points this year Yuck. through eight weeks. Or eight wow. Games. But, uh, yeah, they lead the Big Ten West in, in points scored. Chris, appreciate you hanging out. Uh, get out here to Hilldale. I'll buy you a beer after the show's over, all right? Yes, sir. All right, linebacker hour continues as Tarek Sala joins me next. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. Reaction to the football weekend continues. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Great Dane Huddle is out live for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the all-time leader in sacks, at the University of Wisconsin, the great Tarek Sala makes an appearance. Up, I made it, man. Dude, you, you made it to half of the Great Dane uh, locations in the area in the last 30 minutes. No question. That's kind just of an impressive show. Want a sample. Sample <laughs> make sure they're, they're up to code because they do a great job. <laughs> yeah, he's part of the uh, make, make sure you're up to code. Yeah, that, that's, that's. Well, I worked downtown, and then there was a little. Well, we changed locations. Yeah. Uh, full transparency, bring you behind the wall a little bit here. Uh, peek behind the curtain. Man, uh, when I walked in there, I didn't see you. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, that's on me. That's on that's me. I, right. did, I did communicate it, for the record. You did. Yeah, no, I missed it. But we're all working, so. We're all working. You and Derek have both used that excuse in the last month. <laughs> Even though you responded to the text that I sent that set it in. But nonetheless. I'm I know, but I didn't look at that. I was always I was focused. You, you, I had okay. compassion for our teammate who was sick. <laughs> yes, that's fair. And I was like, hey, hope you feel better, Derek. When I text you, do you do you typically glaze? You're a phone call guy, aren't you? No, I'll do both. But, but I was going to call. The you problem back. was it was yours. It was like should have. Derek chimed in. Then your text. I think the original one was a little bit up further, right. so I missed it. Well, I I, I assume you were listening uh, on the way over to me and Chris Orr breaking down Badgers in Ohio State. Uh, but we were talking a little bit off the air. Braden Locke. Uh, two starts, redshirt freshman. I feel like he looks the part, Tarek. Uh, oh, he does. He's got development to obviously go through and get, and things he can get better at. But I feel like he really looks the part for, for being as young and, and facing, according to the college football playoff poll, the number one team in the country last week. Yeah, no question. I, I, I see a lot of good things out of him. It's exciting. You said redshirt freshman, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's great. And, uh, you know, a lot of development to go. But here's the deal. When we're 
we're going against Ohio State, right? We have two turnovers on defense. We have a great punt return. We're coming down. You know, we can't fumble the ball, all right? And the second thing we do, we can't have a delayed game. We're in, the, we're in positive territory. This drive's in the balance, and basically it ruins the drive. Those Love a good technical difficulty. We're back here on the Great Dane Huddle. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. We'll get back to Tarek's brilliant expertise in a moment. But first, got to tell you about our friends at the GRB Baseball Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons, they're available year-round. With over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players, GRB has led the way in the Midwest <laughs> Excuse me, for college development and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. All right, Tarek, as you were saying. Well, what I was saying is that when we, in the first quarter, we have a turnover. We have the ball, yeah. right? We fumble the ball, give the ball back. Next time we have a great punt return. We have delay a game. We shoot ourselves in the foot. We just can't have that against a great team. I think it's obvious. Everybody saw it. You know, going further into the game, obviously Henderson and Harrison are superstars, right? First round picks, in my opinion. Um, Henderson running back might be devalued a little bit because he's a running back, but I think he's a superstar, and I think he'll be, you know, a top back that kind of transcend that position a little bit more. So, but those guys are going to do what they do in that fourth quarter but those first that first quarter we got to get jump ahead of them like we've done in the past when we beat them which was back in you know whatever oh nine ten or whatever right you got to jump them fast and then you got to just play with passion and we we were right there but we just to give up the ball in those first two two drives or something where we had two, two turnovers defense did unbelievable then to have the punt return you can't ask for anything else and that's where we got to capitalize on it and get ahead and then carry the momentum. I was talking with Chris before, but I, I will say it seems like Luke, what Luke Fickle said before the season is actually happening, and that is we want to be playing our best ball in November, maybe not in August and September. It seems like despite the loss, this team is getting better and better, right? Offensive I, line play where we missed Eric tonight it, it has gotten better and better, and I thought they played really well against a tough Ohio State defense. Yeah, I think they did. They did all right. I think there's things that they could get improve on. I think Always can. I, I think some of the challenges that they have is that it's, we talked about it last week. There's a little bit more space, and you're talking about guys who are you know hand in the dirt guys who are played in a phone booth, if you would, and they just drive people off the ball, right? And then, but you know what? The curse on that is that we had nine guys in the box. Of course, you could block them, get on them, but you're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna get any success when there's no space. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of blessing and curse on both sides, and the the curse here is the space for these guys. Now they're they're working on it, but you know, as I look at like some, there's ways to look at it. You can move some guys around on the offense line. Maybe they're maybe better reducing their space. You know, playing guard for maybe Nelson might yeah. be might. And I could see him in the NFL playing guard because they're not going to put him out there against some of those guys. And then he could be a road grader inside and then put some more athletic outside. I don't know if there's a guy athletic enough to go outside. Maybe it's Bordellini, but he's playing center. He's playing center, right. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, there are some things maybe we could play with, but there are there is progress, 
and and like you said, Locke is playing well. It's great that he's a youngster. Um, and going back to what we talked about last week, where you have a new offense, new coaches, new players. For having considered all that, yeah, I think there's some good good things to look for forward to the future. We just got to keep grinding. We got a chance to win the West. The West is still alive, which is wild, right? They're five and three team, but they could easily win out. And not easily, obviously. Nebraska's solid. Minnesota's always well, Indiana a be a challenge on the road. We, we got to make sure we. Yeah, yeah. Just, let's go. Chris called it a trap game. Do you view it that way? Well, if, anytime you come off playing the number one team in the country, it's it's. You know, with all that hype, all that stuff going on, yeah, it could be a trap. Is there a trap game in your career? Well, I asked you're young. question earlier. Oh, I'm sure the sequence of games, though, is hard to remember. I yeah. remember the games themselves. But yeah, you're getting old, Tark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I tell you what, we almost had like a trap year. You know, we won the Rose Bowl in 94. Yeah. 93 season, and then the 94 season, we did the debacle. Now, we still won eight games, went to the Hall of Fame Bowl, which is the Outback Bowl. Played a good Duke team, beat them. But, you know, we had a lot of issues. We lost some leadership. And, you know, we lo- I think we lost four or five games that year. That, dude, that team was loaded with NFL players. We very well, you know, should have been like, whatever, 10-2, and two, you know. But huh. so, because when I first came here, I was, you know, my eyes were wide open. And I, I my first year was my toughest year. And the, but learning how we played, and we're very system-driven, right? You do your part, do your role, and everybody's in the right spot. If everybody does the right thing, nothing. there's no, we're never going to let a score, or, you know, we should be able to do well on offense. And I thought that was the way it's going to be, but it's not that way. You have to, that every year you got to reload, you got to have that, that chemistry's got to develop, and you got to go and play like it's your last game. And I think... That's the way you, in a in a season, you got to reload each week. You know they always use that one and zero deal. A lot of people, Bilma used it, but it's really what you need to be. You need to forget. You know you need to learn from what you did right and wrong in the last game. But you got to be. Full, I mean, the Big Ten is full of obstacles, guys that can be any week. Of course, it's like almost like the NFL. So going to Indiana, you can't fall asleep, and that stadium is another sleeper, and you know you're supposed to win it, so. And you, you put so much effort in the Ohio State. Yeah, it could be a trap. Now I will say this, Tark, with, with whatever it is, uh, they're, they're through eight, so four games left on the schedule. They're one win away from becoming bowl eligible. The Badgers are for the twenty-second straight year, which, in my opinion, is, is, is the third longest streak in FBS history in, in the FBS right now. It's wildly impressive. I don't think it's talked about enough. How big of a deal is it if, if Wisconsin goes to Indiana this weekend and wins? They're bowl eligible for the 22nd consecutive year. It is remarkable. I, you know, I put that up there. Is that the, the, the best in the country or top five? Third, third best, yeah. Third best. Yeah, I mean, that's a great selling point to recruits. Um, I think it's getting weathered a little bit, though, because, you know, the expectations are – going up the whole country country's expectations going up with nil with uh, the transfer portal so it's awesome but unfortunately going to bowl game every year and the rose bowl both are not what it was before it, it, it should be proud of it mm-hmm. it's, it's great but you know I, i'm sure if you talk to luke fickle he'd, he'd say that's that's a great we we want to keep that going but we want to get in the playoffs. 
Well, and we I, want to win a championship. I, I, I am so excited with the, with the schedule for next year coming out. Go to USC. You're hosting Oregon. You're hosting Alabama. i got to take a nap after looking at the schedule. It's I'm tired. Crazy. Wh- it's crazy. Who is it now? USC. At USC. They host Oregon. They yeah. host Minnesota. Uh, they go to did I say go to USC already? Um, I mean, they, they host Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it is a wild schedule. Wild. Dude, that's and, what you dressed that, up legitimately for. Legitimately might be, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I have total faith in Luke Fickle, but this might be a team next year that goes 7-5, and five and they're a All damn right. good 7-5 and five team. All right. I, want, I just want to, like, I wonder what the, uh, the ratio to transfers to scholarship guys will be. And I know this they, upcoming they, off season. Yeah, I mean it's a fair question, and it, it, it may not be either or because you know you have guys that leave. Yeah, maybe will. It should be interesting. I, you know, I've I've talked to people. Who, they're not close to Colorado, but you know, Dion's formulas. I think Dion's formula is going to be like he's twenty five scholarships. He's bringing twenty transfers and five. He's going to bring five freshmen. It might in. become the thing. Guys that have had reps, meaningful reps at the college level, yeah, that maybe are at different schools and not getting enough reps, or at smaller schools and crushing it and, and need a bigger opportunity. Like it's it's not a bad point by you. It's gonna be wild, but that's but that's that's gonna be the the but, delta and going and and becoming yeah, but you that, know, that's that's, that's how you get there faster. But that's why Chris McIntosh made the switch, right? Yeah, Paul Chris was very pre NIL pre transfer portal era. Yeah. He was a damn good football coach. But Luke Fickle is very modern. He understands what college football is both now and is evolving into. Yeah, but if I, you know, and I haven't sat and talked to Coach Fickle about this, but I could see the trend in the market change very quickly. It's already it already, it already has. has yeah. But like, if you talk to him maybe a year ago, you go, listen, okay, I'm coming in. I see the class of whatever 24. We're gonna lock that in. We'll get a handful of transfers. But now is it is it's just is that expanding? Is that like? Is this off season going to be the off season of transfers? I mean, even yeah. more so than ever. Maybe. I mean, they, they did. You imagine they like cleaned up pretty 20, well for him being hired in December. Yeah. Or at the and how many November. guys came in? There had to have been like ten guys. It had transferred. to be ten or twelve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they had a good. Pull. I mean, look, I, you look at the guys making contributions, right? Obviously, Tanner Mordecai hurt now. Yeah. But you look at Will Pauling, um, a, a transfer, right? You, yeah. You look at all Green, over the, field. the other receiver, Bryson Green, right? Now he's uh, got to step up. Hopefully, he he's on the. He has an opportunity to be awesome. He yeah. absolutely does. Um, we got defensive side of the ball. We got a couple. So I think you're totally right about that becoming uh, the, the, the. I think I think what, I think for him, you know, I think we need to shut down corner. Another, you know, another one. Um, I think a, a D lineman, who's. I think you could use a good ad at every level. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. No, no ain't question. That's the truth, right? I know. Like, so you, you including bring, quarterback because Mordecai's gone, and I'd like Locke, but could you upgrade? Maybe. Sure. I mean, this is the, this is what it's going to be. It's the wild, wild west, dude. So you're gonna, you bring in ten dudes, changes the whole deal. Yeah. I mean, at every level, all we need is if you have one dude that, and say, dude, my translation of dude is just a special player. Yet every level, you're so is you're a dude the, a Jimmy or a Joe? Because we well, say I just think of Jimmy Leonard. I think, dude, you yeah, know, that's like, true. Jimmy no, Leonard no, was that. Jimmy dude. and Joes are just guys. They're just guys. But it, okay, but, but what's the saying? You but the say? G- it's not about the X's and O's. It's about the, the Jimmy, Jimmy and Joe's. Joe's. But the Jimmy Joe's can be freaks. So dudes, you know, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're, we're, Whenever we're we were yeah. successful here, we had dudes at the corners. We had uh, dudes at receiver. 
dudes inside and, the trenches. And, and a dude. Well, but the thing is, though, the difference we've always had dudes in the trenches. Okay, seven on nine on seven, right? We'd always have dudes that are good enough to play in the NFL. We've always had a, a decent tight end that could get you where you need to go. But we never, we don't, we have, we never, we haven't had too many dudes at quarterback. You know, Brooks, Brooks, and yeah, you know, a couple other guys yeah. that were, were good enough. But th those corners, it's really where, where you get stressed. Interesting, because you got to go against all the skill. These guys stretch you, Marvin Harrison Jr. You need someone, Maserati Marv. You got to have someone lock them up. Yeah, you know, we true. we had we had Donnie Brady and Kenny Gales. You know, then they had Jamar Fletcher, Mike Eccles. You know, and I, I think during the Rose Bowl years, where Bielma, we had some guys that could, could lock. You got to match up with the skill in order to. Oh, they had to Brad be successful. Norton. That's all they needed. They had, they needed a great. Sure, partner. no question. He's Tarek Salam, Alex Strofe, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area, Madison. Real quick, got to tell you about my buddy Diamond Jim and his team over at Cotton Jewelers. The jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side. He's got selection beyond compare with on-site repair. So you can wear your jewelry with pride. I know you've heard the jingle, and the jingle is just the scratching the surface of everything Diamond Jim can do for you. Whether you're looking to take that next step or treat yourself, holidays coming up quick. It's already November. Go see Diamond Jim. Tell him I sent you on the east side of Madison, right next to Office Depot, across from the East Town Mall area off East Washington Avenue or online at CondonJeweler.com. That's CondonJewelers, CondonJeweler.com. All right, we just got a little weird diving into NIL and Transfer Portal. We're going to get even weirder next as we play America's favorite game. It's Gmail coming up next. It's a great day in Huddle, live from the Great Day Pump and Brink Company in the Hilldale area, Madison. Look who the cat dragged in. The linebacker hour continues. Segment one, we had Chris Orr. Segment two, we had Tarek Sala. Segment three, as we dive in to G's World and Gmail, we have both Chris Orr and Tarek Sala at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company up? in the Hilldale area of Madison. We're in Chris's neck of the woods, so I told him for, for stepping in for a segment, I'd buy him a beer after the show. Yeah. That, that was an easy uh, ask. I, I didn't actually think you'd show up. For real? For real? Yeah, man. You offered me a beer. <laughs> that's that's well, easy. Go get the beer. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess I can't <laughs> argue with that. Tarek, uh, Yo. two of the two of the great linebackers in Wisconsin history sitting at the same oh, table man. as me. Um, and I do you, I look nothing like a linebacker. I do not fit the part here. No, you don't. You don't. Tarek? You need to do some push-ups, bro. What's that? You need to do some push-ups. I do push-ups. Nah, I've been doing enough. more. I've been, I've, been, I've been getting jacked. You need to do more. All right, so like how many a day? A day? Oh, you should In the do whole it. day, like 200. Well, if you want to get jacked, you should at least do 20 a day. Get I'm, out yeah, of bed. I'm at least. doing more than 20 a day. You are? You, should, you look, are doing Easy way to start, nah, 50 push-ups before you go to sleep. I, I can't tell either. That's the issue. <laughs> yeah, Other tell. than my arms being sore. I can't tell at all. I mean, the beer belly is kind of hard to keep up. So. <laughs> get some creatine. Anyway, man. all right. We bring Chris Orr in because it's time now to play Gmail. You've got mail. What's happening, Chris? I just saw you. Yeah, deja vu. You are driving fast, that means, because that took, <laughs> yes, that took 12 minutes to get to Hilldale from here. Cruising. <laughs> Cruising. <laughs> All right, we're starting with a good one here. Uh, Cornelius in Texarkana, convince me the earth isn't flat. Well, Chris, since you are the uh, expert on driving fast on flat things, <laughs> we'll start with you. The earth isn't flat, man. It's not flat. Good convincing. It's not flat. 
I just this is my thing, brother. Here we go. If the earth was Here flat, if the earth was flat, there we go. This would mean that I don't know to get the opposite sides of the world. You you drive, you'd fly under it to get to the other side, or you we're just going back and forth with each other. We're not going around at all. Come on, man. How you explain the days? How you explain the months? How you explain the seasons? How you explain the years? Come on, brother. Shouldn't, shouldn't take much convincing. Just squarely moving around the sun. <laughs> it's a big rectangle. Tarek, what say you? Convince hey, me the earth isn't flat. Well, there's tons of science and data that shows that it's not. <laughs> you didn't come up with the science or data. No, but there's no. plenty of people that have. But Smarter you know, people have. I, I, yeah, I think the rotation of the earth and the, the fact that, you know, the sun shows up and goes away and comes back around, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Uh, I am not going to convince you because it is. We'd all had the same day. <laughs> Think about it. We'd all had the same day. The, the sun would hit the entire Earth at the same time. We'd all had the same day. That's a very good point. <laughs> the Earth could be like a flashlight just moving around us, right? What and, is, hold on. Ten, and then are you eating kibasa? What is that? These are plantains. You got plantains and fries? I like yeah, plantains. So I like plantains. Great. Oh, you got some, island, had, you got some island in you. What you know about? You never had plantain? <laughs> I had plantain. So tostones. I don't this is a different means. way of making the plantain. All right, G, what's <laughs> okay, Cammy and Madison ask, how were the pyramids really built? Uh, mm. Strofe, what do you think? Mm. All right, so when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I used to go to the beach a lot, and I would build sandcastles. And I got really good at it by the time I was like eight or nine. And I think it's just water and sand. And they compacted the sand so tightly, maybe a few magnets in there. That's how the pyramids were built. <laughs> magnets. I think that the older civilizations were a lot smarter than us because well, they had a lot less to work much. with. Doesn't take no, much. they had a lot less to work with. Like we got a head start, bro. You know what I mean? Like we were born. Computers are already out. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine trying to explain a computer. <laughs> well, that's not yeah, true. Anyway, I think that they were just smarter oh. than us, and the pyramids—they figured it out. Dude, yeah, it's brutal. You know, it's, it's slave labor. I mean, it was a brutal, yeah, a brutal, that is true. Uh, long process. Yeah, you got worked to death. And yeah, I feel bad for the people that did that. <laughs> why why is Cammy and Madison asking this question? Big fan of pyramids. <laughs> I don't know. Why, like. They, Apparently Where's Cammy from? Where in Madison? Uh, it's downtown. Mm. On the Isthmus. So she's a student. No, 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 no. That's mm. the that's the that's campus. Downtown. I live downtown. I live on the Isthmus. Mm. Okay. Okay. Touche. I'm a Touché. student of life, and maybe Cammy is too. We've got one more. Uh, Sam in Boston. Russell Wilson recently rented out a Waffle House for his wife's birthday. How much do you think it costs to really? rent out a Waffle House? Oh. And would you do it, Chris? Oh, you're, I, you're excited, Chris. What do you got? Oh, not much, but that is a phenomenal idea. I love Waffle House. That is an, uh, <laughs> that is a great idea. It no, probably costs not. it probably costs two k to rent it out. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to a Waffle House. What? Not, oh, oh man, you, you gotta, gotta get, get down south. Get chunked. Uh, I've got all different ways to do your uh, your omelets and yeah. eggs. Yeah, it's like chopped chuck or something mm -hmm. like that. There's oh, different really? ways. Yep. To, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's great at two in it's the morning. Amazing. I've never I, been I, to I a just, Waffle House. Been so they, I don't think. They, well, they don't serve booze there. That's, yeah, they don't. Yeah, but I don't think she really drinks. So she, you know, just get your food. Ooh, and, Sierra. Yeah. Sierra. I don't know her name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so if, if that's your thing, it's great. I mean, I would do it late night though. I, I, listen, she's probably she probably wants to have the have the club open. Yeah. 
then go to Waffle House. Mm. Maybe they left that out. Mm. That's okay. the move. That was definitely left out. Waffle yeah. House is amazing, man. I mean, I, I was going to go right in the Chris Ballpark, 2500 Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not hours. much. Can't be. Because I think you could franchise one for like 10K. No way. Bro, I think so, for real. <laughs> but then you got to build it. And then you got to staff it. Uh, I guess. But Those uh, buildings aren't impressive. All-star, man. All-star special, cheese eggs, toast, sausage. Well, the good news is we are at uh, one of few places in Chris Orr's mind better than Waffle House. And that, of course, is the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company here in the Hilldale area of Madison, Chris's neck of the woods. All right, uh, Dr. Tarek Sala going to put on his therapist hat coming up next. And if therapy, I'm ready, man. And if therapy doesn't work, I'm going to go home and drink some Door County Distillery. Locally produced, <laughs> handcrafted, and award-winning spirits made locally in beautiful Door County. They've got gin. They've got vodka. They've got rum, uh, the Rock Island rum. They've got the cherry brandy to elevate those old fashions. They've got the award-winning bourbon. Anything you choose better than everybody else at Door County Distillery. Visit their website, doorcountydistillery.com, to find the retailer nearest you. And a huge list of unique cocktail recipes. Again, that's doorcountydistillery.com. Dr. Tarek Sala gives me Packers therapy to wrap up the Great Dane Huddle. Coming up next. Great Dane Huddle rolls out live for the Great Dane Pub Brewing Company in the Hilldale area, Madison. Thanks again to Chris Orr for joining us for Gmail. Alex Grove with the all-time leader in sacks in University of Wisconsin history, Tarek Sala. And Tarek could probably still go out and get a couple of sacks because... He works out and gets right at Carbon World Health. I was there today. I was in the cryo chamber. Awesome. Activating my cell system, reducing my inflammation, getting blood flow. It's uh, it's awesome. I mean, red light therapy, you have the whole health spa, health spa and hormone therapy. I mean, there's a ton of different uh, benefits to being going with Carbon World Health. And then you obviously have the performance side, so you get a holistic approach to your health. Go check out Carbon World Health. It's it's awesome. And on the website, carbonworldhealth.com. All right, we got about two minutes for you to play doctor for me. Tarek, I'm depressed, man. The Packers stink. Uh, I don't think the offense is any good. They haven't scored a touchdown in the first half since September 17th, week two against the Falcons. They just traded, debatably, one of, if not their best performing defensive player this year, Rasul Douglas, to the Bills. How do I be a fan? Well, this is you know this is Gutekunst's you know architecture, right? He he basically, I think he he could have called this, predicted it, you know, where you're gonna you do a rebuild, and you got Jordan Love who's shown signs that he could do some good things, but he had his weapons. Not there's not one player that has more than two years in the NFL, so you can't expect this to to be better than what it is. Um, you know, you, you lose Bakhtiari now. I don't know if they could have predicted that or not, but right. we, we all knew we had concerns about his knee. And I think it's just uh, it's just a product of of being young. And so we got to be patient. Um, I don't know if, you know, does the NFL allow that? You know, and I, I always argued when Gutekunst was pushing Rodgers out. You know, there's, there's, you know, starting with dra- drafting love. You know, is that the right move? You know what I mean? Was that the right? now? Rogers made his bed, but he kind of he he but knew he, he he knew he's pushing himself that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he yeah. started acting out because he's like, okay, I see the right on the wall. And then this again, allow Gutekunst to have three more years here, four more years, whatever he wants. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know. 
How much patience do you have in the NFL? How much patience are you allowed? Hopefully not enough because he's pissing me off. Tarek Sala, you never piss me off. Actually, only occasionally. Great chat with you. you. Derek, get better. As always, Derek, get better. We'll be back with you next week. It's the Great Dane Hunt live from the Great Dane Pub Brewing Company in the Hill Daily Madison. Have a great night.